Welcome to Science in Your Shopping Cart, a new series that shows how science touches many of the products you buy at the grocery store, from new varieties of fruits and vegetables to technological advances that make your food safer, cheaper, and tastier. I'm Todd Silver. Apples. They're as American as, well, apple pie. Americans love their apples, from Gala to Granny Smith to Honeycrisp, and the tons of delicious products that apples go into. Apples are a very sustainable and plentiful fruit. More than 7,500 farmers manage over 300,000 acres of apple orchards, producing over 30 billion apples every year. Apples may be versatile, as they can be grown in a multitude of climates and conditions, but they are also vulnerable to pests, diseases, severe weather, and other natural enemies. In addition, apple picking and selection can be labor-intensive, driving up costs for farmers from New York to Washington. These factors can have a significant impact on the quality of apples in your market. Think the look, the crunch, the sweetness, and how much you pay for them. Today, we're going to look at some pretty cool innovations and research that ARS scientists are conducting to ensure those apples in your shopping cart are fresh, tasty, cost-friendly, and high quality. And we're going to do a lot of this virtual, so pack a light lunch and join me on our apple picking tour with a first stop in Geneva. We start our apple picking tour in Geneva. No, 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 not that Geneva. Geneva, New York. It's located in the Finger Lakes region. Here, researchers are breeding apple rootstocks that are more resistant to pests and disease, that bear more delicious fruit, and are more ideal for apple growers to pick and prune. I took a virtual walk with Dr. Gennaro Fazio, research geneticist at ARS's Plant Genetic Resources Unit here in Geneva. The rootstock is responsible for modulating the way the, uh, the grafted apple produces, and it can also influence the way it tastes. <clears throat> See this part right here that has all the crinkly bark. This is the rootstock, all right? And attached to it is the scion. This was grafted uh, maybe eight or nine years ago, and uh, it grew into a, you know, small nursery tree and then planted it in this, in this field. Most of these trees on this row are, are Fuji trees. You can see right here, some of these apples are beginning to turn color. The rootstock of an apple tree is key because it forms the roots and lower trunk of the tree. The rootstock determines the tree's size, when it will bear fruit, and how well it resists diseases. It's here in this testing field that researchers plant the rootstocks, then they allow them to grow and determine their best traits along with any limitations. ARS has testing fields all over the country, enabling researchers to grow and evaluate new rootstocks in a variety of climates, conditions, and soils. Where it used to be there. And uh, here's a nice one. One thing I noticed on our walk was that two of the same types of trees standing right next to each other, they look much different. It's interesting that uh, you've noticed that the trees look different. These trees were grafted and planted at the same time. This one right here would be a contender in, in, uh, in a green program. This one is on its way out. It's dying. And the reason these have died is that this area was underwater for like close to six months. And roots don't like to be underwater. But somehow, trees next to it survived. And that's due to the genetics of the rootstock. 
You may not know it, but the apple you're eating today probably came from a rootstock developed by ARS. That's because Dr. Fazio and his colleagues have successfully bred rootstocks that have great appeal to apple growers, including resistance to fire blight, replant disease, and other diseases that can destroy hundreds of acres of apple trees. I've seen tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of trees affected by fire blight and dying like that. This basically is on its way out. Next year, we'll probably have to cut it down. But then this is the benefit of having a fire blight resistant rootstock is that even though you have fire blight in the top part that is affecting it, the tree still survives and is still able to produce. Fire blight is a deadly bacterial disease that causes blockages in a tree's vascular system. It's like a human having a clogged artery. Replant disease is a soil-borne disease that results in reduced productivity in fields repeatedly planted to the same or closely related trees. What used to happen is, for example, if, if we pull these trees out, the, they're of a particular rootstock that promotes these negative fungi and bacteria to grow. What happens is that they're left over in the soil, and when you go plant a new new, very young tree with a sensitive root system, the tree just sits there. It's, it's, it gets stunted. Some growers needed to fumigate the whole field and hope that the disease or diseases would go away. And so you begin to see the influence that the rootstock has overall in, in the whole industry. Having rootstocks that are tolerant to those replant situations where you could plant these rootstocks, not fumigate, and still have profitable production in, in, in your field. In addition to breeding disease-resistant rootstocks, ARS researchers are designing rootstocks that consistently yield more apples that are ripe for the picking. If you can imagine a rootstock that can produce 10 more apples per tree per year, a rootstock can really make a huge difference in the bottom line of an apple grower. Okay, let's do some math. If you're a grower and you can produce just 10 more apples per tree and you have 1,200 trees per acre and 50 acres, that's a bounty of 600,000 more apples. And on top of producing all those apples, your apple trees are more resistant to some of the most common diseases. It's a big win for both producers and apple lovers. In the future, Dr. Fazio sees his lab as more of a design center for apple growers. He noted that just 10 years ago, around 90% of the apples grown in this country were represented by just two rootstocks. That number has since tripled, and the diversity of rootstocks continues to grow. Our strength is, I think, in diversity and providing a more customized option to apple growers than, than we used to have. The rootstock's designed for a specific situation, and that's a good thing for the industry. Mm -hmm.